Let's get everybody on here, shall we? We'll dive right in. Hey! Oh, that's not it. Hey, Internet. My name is Todd. Uh, I'm going to try to fix some of the mic stuff that's going on. But basically, we had a bit of a late start tonight. I personally blame children. They're they're wonderful little little goblins, but sometimes I just wish you had a magic potion. <laughs> I believe in the words of Carl, he, he suggested a magic potion, which I am not going to repeat because I don't condone such things, although I understand such <laughs> things. Anyway, uh, so tonight we're going to be playing some Dungeons and & Dragons, and uh, looking forward to it. It's been a little while since we were in this campaign. If you missed the earlier episodes, you can check them out on YouTube, or as podcasts on all the podcast places. So if you go over to iTunes, or I use Podbean, um, but yeah, there's a, pretty much any podcast place, iHeartRadio, go check them out. Uh, if you want the backstory or previous campaigns, it's all good for that. So uh, you're welcome to join us for that and uh, catch up if you want. Now, here's the benefit of showing up live. You can influence our current game. So we have an ongoing campaign. You can join us live on Twitch or YouTube. And one of my lovely players will probably be watching chat because mine isn't working for some reason. <laughs> but, um, but the joyful thing is you get to spend plot points. Plot points. And the benefit of plot points is you get to influence the game, put in an idea. It can be a joke. It can be serious. It only The only stipulation is uh, if we can't mix it in immediately, I'll write it down and I will feed it out as soon as the opportunity arises. Um, for example, in the previous campaign, they briefly came into contact with a Tarrasque. So that was fun. Um, now, no insta-deaths, although that probably would have been if they'd stuck around. Fortunately, there was an easy runaway. Anywho, uh, enough about Tarasks. For now. For now. We're going to dive back into this campaign with a quick update. But before we do, let's go meet the table. So, um, hi, table. Actually, I don't really care about the table. I care about the people. Hi, lovely people. You're on. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. I guess others have... Is this the first stream, or did you stream last times too? Like last, yes, there was a um, thing yesterday, right? Was it was there a thing? Uh, I was unaware. Are you guys plotting against me? Am I yes. wrong? I'm completely wrong. Never mind. Don't worry about what I'm saying. Hi, oh, welcome back. You everybody. guys just got busted. Okay. Oh. No, the gloves are coming off, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> uh, you you pull your punches way too much. I can't oh. believe you mentioned that Tarask. Barely even had it show up. I know. Well, you know, you know, there, there are things that in my contract. Mostly, I just, <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no contract here. Um, anyway, let's go around the table, meet everybody, uh, get a, as much of a recap as we need to dive back into the action. So let's start over here, uh, directly above me with Gordon. Do you hey, even remember Gordon. who you're playing? Yeah. Um, normally I'd be playing Rook, but I'm playing Talthar. <laughs> We will return to Raldar, who is uh, a paladin on a mission. He was in session zero. He's made a, a return, and uh, he finds himself caught up with a motley crew of uh, people um, that he's accompanying because he, his orders have changed, and mm. he is escorting a lizard folk person back to his faction. 
Exactly. So the lizard yeah. man must survive, uh, yes. or something. We'll we'll see. And now Arthur's Cove on the beach with some shady people that he is tempted to kill. Well, you know, that's fair. I mean, you are a paladin in a smuggler's town, so you know, there's going to be temptation for murder, left, right, and center. Uh, let's go uh, directly above and go talk to Darcy. Hey, Darcy. Welcome back. Hey, everyone. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I realized what I was thinking was last week, which I, I still don't know if that's a streamed game or if that's just everyone hanging out. But anyway, hi, I'm Darcy. You can find me at twitch.tv says Darcy Bits, where I do lots of other things. Anyway, for this game, I'm playing Empty Wisdom. And in the vein of what is everyone doing, she has no idea what she's doing. She is here and she left the monastery to go like see the world as sort of a rite of passage and has ended up i think she kind of might have blacked out or something and found herself traveling with this group and was like i guess i should just go with the flow so here she is <laughs> welcome to adventure and death. yep well you did have quite the shocking run-in with death a couple of episodes back. So that's going to rattle anybody's cage. All right, let's mm -hmm. jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump back down to Steve. Steve, who are you playing for us today? And also, Steve is our resident uh, Shadowrun GM as well. Yeah, not GMing tonight. Although I, I did I did wear a shirt. This one's for you, Bella, because I know you love all of my Sasquatchy characters, so... <laughs> Love that. But uh yeah, but today it's the Goliath Rogue Gex Techford. Very old old man. What else do yeah. you have to say about him? Well, he's uh, a rogue and a Goliath and an old guy. No one's going to die as a result. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. All right, let's jump over to Bella. Yeah, right on. Since I was mentioned anyway, <laughs> and I love your shirt. It's amazing. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Bella. I'm playing Isolde. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, she's a half-elf blood hunter um, who, I don't know, as of late, hasn't been very... Um, confident with herself so hopefully tonight's game will build her confidence i kind of get the impression that bella oh sorry is old is like the anti gex not that not that she's against gex it's just he's old and she's grizzled the... and she's young and green as hell exactly and so they make a good team for that point of view all right let's keep going up our uh, our little passageway here, and on my screen anyway, uh, Brandon. Welcome back, and who are you, and who are you playing? Hola, I am playing uh, Eli, a half-elf divination wizard uh, who might be a bit uh, above his head in what, he, what he's doing now, but he's going to try his best, and also found out that his grandma might be in trouble, so that's fun. Ah, that's right. That's how we ended the very last episode. Ah, the joys of divination wizards suddenly realizing 
that uh, for aiding and abetting your group, your grandmother may yet be paying the price as she was captured and dragged off into the swamps as they chase down your group. All right, next up, uh, let's go talk to Donnie. Hi, I'm playing Ashina. She is an Ashari uh, druid. She's actually joined the club as a friend of Isolde's. And we just recently come across a new pet. That's right. You ended up picking up a, a strange bulbous type uh, blossom off of a tree that ended up with some pulsing light inside and, and, a, and a shrieking warning just in time. And then, uh, almost sacrificing itself, you managed to bring it back with some very hefty uh, health, health rolls, I think it was, medicine, and also maybe some healing magic. And you have yourself a tiny, slightly underdeveloped fairy dragon. So that might and I named it and I named it Rainbow. Absolutely. And by the way, technically that's gonna work a bit like a familiar. Uh, so you can kind of do the druid thing and spend one of your wild shapes to kind of get it to behave in a way that's a bit more uh, than just a, a curled up dragon inside your pocket or inside your whatever wherever you keep your dragon i mean we're not we're not going to judge you where where you keep your dragons i mean people can and just... i've also come to the conclusion i will probably try to feed it good berries nice that's probably a good bet because it, it being a fey creature you don't really know what it eats maybe it eats the souls and dreams of those around it i don't know anyway in which case i will communicate with it later in life to find out what it likes absolutely so, uh, let's keep going around the horn. Let's go over and meet Timely. Uh, and who are you playing for us today, Timely? Uh, today I will be playing Hilda Boombraid, who is a dwarf paladin, like Talifar, and a dwarf. Uh, unlike Talifar. Who has, <laughs> unlike Talifar, uh, but who has shamed her family by going to medical school and then Further shaming them by not even completing medical school. Ooh. So she's sort of a <laughs> resident sort of healer, but not really. It's like, I have a mediocre amount yeah, of... You, you often knowledge. run into stuff that was covered next semester. <laughs> You're like, not, I was on the yeah. syllabus, but not this time. <laughs> I know that if you put a band-aid here, that could help. Yep, band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so nobody get hurt, okay? Because she's your doctor. All right. Uh, I just pour divine energy into it. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You, thank God for Dungeons & Dragons magic, because otherwise I was going to say, this is way too real. <laughs> Functioning health care system. <laughs> um, did you just say kill on hands? Or no, lay on, heal lay on, on oh, heal lay on hands, on like hands. lay on hands. Oh, it's just like, whoa, that just took a turn. All right, and uh, <laughs> top of the page there, let's go meet Matt. I what? am playing Balin, Balin Iron Eater. Uh, he is a dwarf, uh, technically a wizard, but you know, uh, hones all the traditional dwarven skills. We know how to use a mace as well, or a warhammer, I suppose. 
and uh, he's the first generation of dwarves who uh, sort of reclaimed their own old uh, mountain homes of Illifarn and uh, has set back out uh, to reconnect with the world a little bit, you know, try to look for some allies and some of that lost uh, dwarven knowledge and uh, and artifacts. And so after being rescued by uh, by the party from a purple worm's gullet, he's, uh, you know, sworn, a, I guess, uh, a, a debt that he owes them and is uh, traveling with them to uh, to honor that. Absolutely. So nothing possibly. I love that the first introduction of your character at your suggestion, not mine. That was the definite plot point um, was uh, getting regurgitated into the party. I don't I think that's a new one for me for Dungeons and Dragons. Regurgitated. Yeah, is it? <laughs> it's like uh -oh. <laughs> the cat, the giant cat pauses and. Okay, I'll spare you. All right, and it I. Be. Well, you know, I am pretty hairy, so. <laughs> it's true. That purple worm is hot up. in there. It's bitten up lots of uh, stuff. Anywho, and of course, I am Todd, and I will be the dungeon master playing everybody else. So let's dive in and uh, let's get to it, shall we? Here we go. The party finds themselves... And now, it's been a long, arduous trek through a swamp, up and over ridges and cliff tops overlooking the ocean, and uh, a harried journey, fleeing in the night away from pursuers, uh, pursuit of a very angry mage faction of the islands that you not too long ago were possibly responsible for the uh, sinking and death of a whole bunch of their uh, crewmates on board a uh, mage tower ship. Looking at you, Gex. Looking at you. Yeah, there's only like three of us or something. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're, um, they don't see, they seem to hold a grudge. So you have fled across the island over towards, uh, on advice of this little roguish, uh, uh, being who unfortunately Jay couldn't be here tonight, but um, he knows a contact who owes him a favor in the far end of the island, the other port city in this one port town on this one port island, a secret port of the Smuggler's Cove. So you find yourselves finally making your way through jungle past swamp into the Smuggler's Cove. Talking your way through the entrance, you find your way to an inn. There, it's a fairly ruckus area where music is playing in the tavern. People of all stripes and different... Well, let's be honest. They're all pretty uh, sketchy motherfuckers. But they seem to welcome you after the shenanigans at the gate. And you are now gathered around it at the inn. Getting your cups, getting your meals as you see fit. You know slopping off the the day's uh mess from your boots and just finding your place amongst the ragtag hoodlums on the far side of this tiny little tropical island uh at which point um your companion eli eli uh, eli sp practically spits his drink out 
across the table, muttering about his, uh, something about his grandmother. What do you want to do? They have my grandma. <laughs> they have my grandma. Who, who's got your grandma? grandma? What? The people. I just, I used to, I set up some clairvoyance and I saw them and they were taking my grandma, the guy that's, the guys that were chasing us, uh, Hudrick and his men, but I didn't see Hudrick, but I saw his men, compatriots. Where? I don't know. They got to where we blocked it off and they kind of went into the woods. Back up the hill. At this outburst, you see a few of the locals kind of turning and looking. They've seemed to have kind of been a bit startled by the outburst. Uh, and this uh, this one uh, half-orc woman kind of comes over uh, wearing kind of tavern worker clothes. Nothing too much. Uh, a little bit run down, but she looks very capable. Her arms almost as thick as some of your smaller folks legs here she's pretty uh she can definitely handle herself she comes over she's like all right is there anything uh anything more anyone wants rooms sure how many rooms do you want uh are, are we thinking of staying it sounds like shouldn't we shouldn't we go we need rest. Can't we help? We need uh, rescue need... his grandmother. Like, she helped us. If it wasn't for her, we would have lost Gax. Well, this is true. I am pretty how important, much, so... How much help are we when we're all spent? Um... Excuse me, miss, but do you know anyone who has a crystal ball by chance? <laughs> Good one. That's a no. Oh, I you were might serious? be able to make one. Uh, Assuming I mean, a crystal ball is just a piece of crystal, I think I could make that with fabricate, right? You you actually could. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe the governor's got one, but, you know, <laughs> he's got all kinds of Art. Are you you're, you're arty folks? You're art smugglers? Is that what you are? Mm? No. Oh. And it, as soon as some as soon as Isold starts to say no, uh Jay's character, um what the heck is his name? <laughs> Jimmy uh, Jimmy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimmy pipes up and like, Yep, yep, we're um we're art smugglers. Yeah, that's us, all of us. You know, and he—you feel a marked kick on the shins, is old as. Oh. oh. <laughs> um. Art smuggled, and she's just gonna kind of sink into the uh seat, hide. Well, uh, you're uh, in luck. I think. Uh... The governor's got lots and lots of uh, interest in that kind of thing. You should give him first crack, and he might give you further access. In the meantime, you gotta, you know, you gotta—you're lucky. You're here in time for the tide turn, and uh, I think a bunch of stuff's gonna be shipping out. So, 
Good luck to y'all. Anyway, if you need a drink, flag me down. She turns and leaves, and Jimmy eyeballs you, kind of. Look, we got to play it kind of cool around here. Yeah, anyways, Jimmy, where is your contact? Well, um, he, he's, he generally frequents it the other in, in town, a little bit more seedy. You guys look around, and you're like, uh, more... More seedy than what we're in? Why, well, yeah, this is the nut. You think I'd take you not to nice places? Mm-hmm. How long will it take you to arrange for a boat? Ah, well, that should only take a, a little bit, but if she said the tide turns coming in a couple of days, uh, we can't actually. You, you saw them rocks when we came in, yeah? Yeah. Well,. You just want you to imagine what that does to a ship. So you got to be real careful when you leave, right? As far as I can tell. So um, there's particular times when you're able to like push off. Now my friend knows a lot more about this than I do, but basics are there's certain days when the tides are right and the mists are in, and it makes for a nice little quiet leave. So we got to figure out exactly when that is. We won't be on my friend's ship when that happens. Okay, so you're saying we're going to be here for like a couple of days, not like a night, not 30 minutes. Well, I imagine so if she said tide turns in a little bit. I mean, I'm not much of a sailor. God, I hope. I hope we can get a good crew. <laughs> it's it's uh, slim pickings around here <laughs> sometimes. Eli, what do you want to do? Well, she was just taken because it was I was using my clairvoyance spell and it's gone now. So it was literally just now that she was taken, but I don't have anything left in the tank. So I don't know, like Ashina was saying, I don't know how much help I would be if I were to go. But if I could get my hand on a crystal ball, I could cast a spell that we can find her pretty well tomorrow pretty easily and then just kind of pray that nothing happens to her but I'd assume that since they didn't kill her they're holding on to her for a bit longer they know that you maybe for ransom have these types of abilities because they might be doing this to try to lure you out well they know my grandma does I'm not really a native to this island I've only been here for a couple of months Your crystal ball, is it made of glass, quartz? What materials do you need? That's a good question. (laughs) If you get rest, you may not even need it, right? You'll be able to recast your spell. I would still need... It's it's a more powerful version of the spell I'm using. So I would... It's a different spell. So... Um, I Todd, as the wizard with Arcana, would I be able to do a roll to ascertain if I could get the material to fabricate an orb form? You can absolutely make a roll for that. In fact, the Arcana? you're trained in Arcana, so I'm even going to get in. You've done various uh, component type situations before, so I'm going to let you roll with advantage. That makes sense. 
specifically in the wheelhouse of a dwarven crafter mage. So the dwarf kind Eli, of... Eli, uh, the uh, 19 plus 6, so 25. 25, nice. Yeah, you get a pretty good idea that uh, you know what it would involve. Now, you'd need a, a couple of raw materials of about the right size. Uh, and the better the quality of the materials, the better the quality, easier the, um, basically the lower DC uh, for casting Fabricate. But you could definitely do that. Okay. Uh, Brandon, does the spell you're casting have like a gold cost listed with the thing? Yeah. Do we know like the approximate value of this crystal ball? Uh, I believe it's a hundred gold pieces. A yes. thousand. That's not too bad, actually. A thousand. A thousand. Thousand gold pieces. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's a bit yeah. more. <laughs> now, part of Do that is craftsmanship. Is that I know how to use the tools. Yeah, part, part is craftsmanship. Yes, yeah, totally. And that I have the material to fabricate. So I guess this might be glass blowing, eh? Yeah, it would. If or, you could get a sufficient amount of either glass, crystal, or uh, even gemstones, uh, or any combination thereof, would definitely go a long way to making this easier. Yeah. I think if and, I made out of corn, I could do it because I know how to work with that stuff. But, uh, That's, but glass, I don't think. Well, I even quartz, quartz, you could work. Yeah, with. yeah. Sand makes glass. Glass makes. Yeah, ball. you could definitely do it, and you could do it cheaper than the thing would be, and still have one of the same value. Oh yeah, because you're accommodating for um, labor and craftsmanship, like you were saying, Todd. But it's still going to be a pretty penny for the components i imagine uh well I, i'd let you do some investigation rolls to see what you might be able to scrounge up but any kind of treasure type things that people might be able to kick in would offset that and, and lower the dc basically that's a good point do players have like treasures from their journeys <laughs> i literally have no idea what everyone else has not much i have 15 uh, I gp I mean, we're in a we're in like a, a pirate cove, so I'm sure some smooth talking and some deals being made might be able to garner some some materials our way. Can I get uh, two people to helm a perception check for me? Isold, you're one of them. I am one of them. Sure. I have Actually, I have a plus eight. Sure, yeah, uh, that seems right. I can assist you with a perception. Sure, Ashina can roll with advantage then. Uh, I'll just roll twice. Sure. Yeah. You can beat a fourteen. Come on. <laughs> Seventeen. That's um, bad. let's see. Yeah. Better so, than a kick in the head. Ashina, you're kind of look up from your you keep your dragon nuzzled in right close where it's nice and warm and you just look up from gently kind of petting it underneath your cloak trying not to draw attention you look up at Isild when she says i've got 15 gp just in time to see this little like maybe 13 15 somewhere in there year old kid who's just appears to be casually walking by but slowing and lingering his fingers dangling down near her belt for a moment and then when she says, I have 15 GP, you see this kid look like, oh, and just turn and walk away like, oh, not worth it. <laughs> Good. Eli, do you, do you hmm, think sorry, we can actually spend the night? I, 
maybe we could take a just recuperate a bit and then go yeah my my grandma's a strong woman she's not gonna go down easy as <laughs> worried as i am i mean if she can survive gex she can survive him <laughs> and i also think if they wanted her dead she wouldn't have gotten this far yeah um so Balon, if you just tell me what you need i can go and try and find some <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I, I just need a crystal of some kind, and I can fabricate that for you, I believe. Um, I rolled a 14 for an investigation check to see if I maybe know where we could get it in the area. I mean, there were definitely some outcroppings of quartz you passed on the way into town. You you take note of such things. So there was, there was some pretty nice veins of it along the path you took along especially when you got to the coast and those sheer drops the there were some exposed veins that you could probably chisel out enough that you might be able to pull that off but it would mean okay. backtracking back to that and again it would be enhanced by any real gemstones that you might be able to kind of transmit some of the energy from that, those into the quartz and meld it all together like a heart a gemstone heart would yeah, definitely go my, from my background or whatever, I started with a 10 GP jewel, so I have an, an Azerite worth 10 GP that I started with, so I could use that. That would, that would be a start, but it wouldn't be... The, the better the heart, the better the outcome. Actually, cut back to your, um, your great-grandfather. The better the heart, the better the outcome. <laughs> Cut back to this in tavernous punk. The ale gets plunked down on your tables as the order goes around. Uh, you, uh, if you made an order that was not the house ale, it is promptly messed up, and you get the house ale, and everybody gets the house ale, and an offer for the house stew. I'm not. I'm gonna make sure my back is like to a wall, like there's no one sidling behind me or anything like that. Like absolutely. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get you to do an insight check, just for fun. Me? Yeah, for yeah. Because you're, okay. I'm you're also scanning look, the room. I'm, also, I'm scanning. I'm also trying to look one for people who undesirable who should not be listening on us, and two, anyone in, in in my secret network that could potentially provide safe haven. Fair enough. So I will do an insight check. Uh, do 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 do. You're doing insight? Not good. Eight. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is not your scene, my friend. You you have found your way into lots of different places, especially drinking establishments. But knowing that everyone here is quite happily against the rule of law. Um, and potentially not my, not my jam. Yeah, that's the thing. So unfortunately. Yeah, something's okay. a bit off about this place. It's uh, it feels on the surface like it should be a pretty good time, but there's this. It's almost like a bad smell, although it's it's not that exactly. But there's a weird sense about the place. Um, it is on the edge of scent. Uh, Ashina. 
you all with a 25 you obviously see like several people casing a party the size of yours making note of valuables and uh, uh kind of keeping look for patterns you see about three or four of them kind of taking turns you see one guy kind of walking by looking like he's on his own then a little while later you see him loop back uh in a slightly different pattern you see him kind of exchange nods with someone in the corner. So this is definitely a room with eyeballs on you. Uh, but the rest of, there's probably about three or four people to kind of keep an eye on out of a good maybe 25 in the place. By the way, the in your in is several stories high. So it's probably a good five stories high, rickety wood, um, really constructed at different times. Some of it's brick, some of it's wood. And it's, it's built on a natural stone kind of rise, and they've fortified the base of it. Uh, and then if you had to take a guess, the basement's probably like storage and kitchen stuff. And there's this central staircase that winds its way, uh, rickety and uneven. Uh, it like stairs kind of jutting off at different angles. Um, uh, wood and otherwise might be a good time. Uh, then there's kind of different floors on which the ruckus is happening. There's probably a good hmm, 25, 30 people kind of scattered amongst the three floors that this common room takes up. Uh, apparently, rooms are scattered off on each of the floors haphazard. Not a lot of civic planning went into pretty much any of this town. Um, and there's probably a good four or five staff kind of walking around at any time. And of all those people, uh, at least three of them customers seem a little dicey and paying attention to you guys and one of the dicey people there were four that you pick up Ashina, one of them is a staff member yeah, alright um, so what do you want to so um, if you, the Jimmy pipes up so um right, I'm going to get you all settled in here then I'm going to skedaddle over to the other place, uh, meet up with my friend, and then we'll come on back. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get out of this place. I'm sorry about your gran. It's fine. She'll be fine. And with that said, Eli's just going to stand up, and he's like, um, I'm going to go look for this governor person, slash look for any quartz. But, uh, and he just kind of looks at the table to see, like, he's not inviting anyone explicitly, but he's very clearly <laughs> like, if anyone wants to tag along, you're free. And he just kind of waits there. Oh, if you I'll would like any company on that search, I will join you. I feel like, as a I'll dwarf, try. I could provide also some assistance. Maybe not as yeah. much as Balin, but my daddy did talk to me some things. <laughs> It's a here. I'll come to. I'm not as really I, doing anything here. As I observe the party, does anybody appear hurt? Um, with I'll, I'll keep that 25 insight. Is anybody less than half? Uh, like, anybody banged up pretty good? Um, I'm less than half. I don't remember how, but I am. <laughs> well, you did fight the purple I'm worm. And that's not a euphemism. We did just like force march after that, didn't we? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No. 
You will get I'm nine, okay. points, nine points automatically. Who, me? Yes. Okay. Thank you. If, Thank if you. you're less than half, I'll give you at yeah. least nine points. Pat, put, hopefully put you back over that. So there's Didn't this... we take a rest at the end of the last session? Um, you were about to. You finally got to the inn ready to rest, and then Elias jumped up yelling about his Mima. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to rest yet. That's why I was asking about rooms. Yep. Um, the, the, yeah, one. As I look around you, also, yeah. as yep. I look around also, Todd, do I see people watching us from the other floors up? Um, is it like an open area up? There's, there's probably, I mean, the whole place is probably 50, 50 or so feet in the center column isn't entirely aligned uh, with the ones above. So there's an opening and then a floor and then a bit off to the right's the other opening. And you even see one down, but it doesn't look like there's a lot of light down there. So um, you, it's really kind of hard to tell. Somebody might be sitting in the shadows on the third floor. Nobody on the second floor seems to be... You're, but Sorry, you're on the second floor. Nobody on the third floor appears to be obviously leaning and looking, but they might be back in the shadows a bit. And it's really hard to see up on the fourth floor from here. Although you can tell it's lit and there are people up there somewhere. So if we're going to split off, we should probably not have anyone dangling, right? So keep the group somewhat similar in size. Body situations. No one, no one gets picked off. So are you guys going out to get some quartz? Or are you going to try to meet this governor person? Because that probably will determine also who should help and how many. I was planning on asking for the governor first. I feel like anything that can be done by just talking is probably our best bet before we uh, go straight to hard labor, which is not my forte. <laughs> any of you are any of you good at? Talking to people who are in an official status. I mean, well, I am common for years. I'm great at it. Uh, you, oh, at, this, have... at that exact moment, you see the door close as Jimmy has just left, and you're all like, "Oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. he he was great." Yeah. Okay, yeah, never mind. Let it, he can go, but the rest of us <laughs> in this kind of place should probably. I'll lean into Gordon's character and let him know what I saw around okay let him know that we are being watched by many people so thank you and so something that could actually help us if we all have 10 minutes and he just like flips through his uh spell book and he's gonna ritual cast telepathic bond uh right. So you forge a telepathic link among up to eight willing creatures. What a coincidence. Physically linking each creature. Uh, until the spell ends, the targets can communicate telepathically through the bond, whether or not they have a common language. The communication is possible over any distance. Well, that's a powerful one. That is... Nice. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I'm going to... So you start to... Now, I don't know how much casting you've done in a crowded inn before... <laughs> Um, but you're you're probably a bit more used to, you know, quieter environs or certainly less public ones. I'm just curious, how obvious are you making this? 
Is there a verbal component? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> yes, are you standing up Maybe. in the middle of the table and being like, on my mind to your mind? <laughs> I'm Maybe. assuming you... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's... Um, Maybe he's definitely get... more of a mumbler, yeah. But... Do we all uh, need to hear it in order for it to have the telepathic connection? Well, That's we have to be, like, within the area, right? But, Elias um... leans in and pulls Hilda. He looks like he's going in for, like, like, oh, and like, re like uncomfortably close, and he motions to his eyes, and you feel yourself fall into his eyes. It's this weird, like, spiral effect, and you're just like, what? And you can now sense him in your mind, and you just, you pull back, and it's just like your pupils just go dilate in, and then, uh, and then everyone else who's involved, that's the similar experience. It's just super awkward as Elias gets up in your business and you may now all communicate well, telepathically and i'm gonna do some rolls to see if anybody noticed eli's just gonna be like i'm really sorry if this is invasive but i thought it'd be a good idea hello in your mind you're here not a bad idea brother So, anyways, um, maybe we, if you, we keep it into two somewhat similar groups. Well, there was already four of us going yeah. to head out. Okay. Um, this is weird. Yeah, it's a very um, strange phenomenon because when you close your eyes... You, the world fades away to this gray space, um, and the the floor around you is illuminated and bright. But then, as you go further away, it's this room that doesn't seem to end in all directions, uh, almost like a cave, but nice, beautiful stone floor, um, but not stone. It's this. It's almost spongy. It's very strange environment when you close your eyes for a second, and all eight of you. Are quite comfortably sitting or sorry standing uh you know arm distance away from each other in a in a circle and then so you have these two realities when you send to each other you can get a sense and when you talk to each other in that realm there's a bit of an echo of what they are in life uh so talathar for a moment says his thing and uh in this strange echoey space uh he's holding um the the ale mug just for a, a heartbeat it's almost like a a flicker and then it's gone and then it's back it's almost like remembering where you are in reality well if people weren't suspicious of you before eli i guess they will be now part of being a half elf i guess Oh, okay. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> right, you guys go. We'll chill here and get rooms. So half of you... Impressed. Yeah, half of you get up and start moving away. And Lesson's like, what? Where? Oh, 
I, oh, are we, what, do I? No, you're saying. Why are you looking at each other so intently and saying nothing? I'm assuming Lesserin wasn't part of that. It's up to eight. I, I, nope. Yeah, up to eight. That's just us. Yep. So Lesserin is left out your lizard folk. Uh, um, you know, everything we said before that, he could have heard. It's just that last, basically, two minutes where you're all just like... <laughs> I do wonder if anyone did anything for the ten minutes that Eli was casting the spell. Any, anybody else? Busy eating, chipping, taking thorns out of your legs. Anything else you want to do for ten? I'm casting good berries. We just wait my beard. Yeah, is it enough that we get at least a short rest? Uh, in another Ten minutes? another half an hour or so, maybe. Actually, you know, maybe only another twenty minutes or so. You, you, I would consider that a short rest if you want to spend some hit dice. It's been a little bit since you were at the gate on the way in, so sure, yeah, ten more minutes or so it'll count as a ten to fifteen. Yeah, short rests are pretty vague as far as they're defined. Sitting in a, in a tavern? About it. A yeah, that's rest. pretty resty. Sure. Sure. So yeah. by the time Elias has done his ritual, a short time after that, you can go ahead and roll some hit dice. Anybody who wants to. And if you have any other things that happen on a short rest, I will dole it out. Congratulations. Short rest. Woo. Yeah. Sweet. Hell? I have six. Cool. Yeah, I'll get a couple hit dice from that. Or spend a couple hit dice. Yeah, I'll spend one more. Why not? That, okay. Good enough. Access my short rest. All right. So, who all is going with? Uh, Elias, out back the way you came into the dark. Elias going. Oh, sure, we I'm do going. That works. Yep. Uh, Sorry, Elias, Hilda, Balin, yeah, and Isold. Oh. oh, I didn't realize you were the going. Success crew, the success crew, <laughs> and oh, that actually makes five. I was going to go, but if we're trying to be even, I can stay behind, I guess. I mean, Lesterin counts, it's up to I suppose. You. Uh, you can go. Great. I'll, so, I'll, do, to... uh, I'll do whatever the group thinks I ought to do. I think maybe... I think Gek should come with us, since he's the only one who knows Thieves can't. <laughs> well, That's fair. better convince Gex. <laughs> To get back in, yeah, that might be important. How do I activate the short rest? Okay. Uh, I mean, there might be a way on your sheet. Just refill the things that it gives you. You can roll hit dice by clicking on the word hit dice, that kind of thing. If you need to. Well, I'm staying with uh, last one. Donnie, all you're really going to get on a short rest are um, wild shapes back if you haven't used that, and uh, you'll you can spend hit dice. That's it. Are you using D&D Beyond, Donnie? Yeah, I got it. Uh, okay, right on. It, 
take take short rest. Cool, cool, cool. Do I get all to roll right. all my hit dice back? As many as you, you want can to spend as many hit dice as you want. You will only get half back on a long rest, though, so be aware of that. Oh, yeah, it's half. I have to remember that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't come up very often. Yeah. Very rarely does it come up. This could be the time. I was honestly trying to like push us into like going after uh, Grandma underprepared because it just it makes it so much more fun when no one has their stuff. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> you, you, by, five like, of you are maybe six. One fight like for a long rest, and it's like, oh, okay, sure. I just have everything every fight. What do? Okay, I rolled four of my hit dice and got all my points back. Nice. All right, so Ashina, you're staying or you're going? I'm staying here. All right. Lesserin's staying. Talithar's staying. Gex? You're going. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. And presumably Jimmy will come back and want to find some of you, if not all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that sounds pretty good. So let's... Uh, you gather yourselves after about 15 minutes or so, finish off your drinks, take a last couple like breaths before you brace yourself to head back out into the dark night. Uh, it's relatively cool. It's not winter by any means, but it's definitely getting cooler at night. So you kind of pull your cloaks around you as you head back out into the night. Um, uh, let's, let's start with the group that's going. You... You wind your way down those kind of rickety switchback stairs that leading from the second floor of the inn, uh, bidding your... Uh, I guess you don't have to say goodbye because you can all communicate by your mind holes. So, um, <laughs> so Elias and Empty Wisdom, Isold, uh, Gex, Balin, and Hilda all head out and down and back out across the small square there's rickety tents and kind of shelters from rain that are held up. Nothing in this town seems intended to uh, last forever, but it's been here for looks like a long time. A uh, quick question for you. Uh, a technical question. Can all of y'all see the map? Yep. No. Yeah. I can see part of it. I can see buildings four and five and the little courtyard. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at a black section of it. Yeah, got it. All right, cool. Uh, building four, by the way, is the inn. I forget what building five is. Let me go look, just because I want to know. Uh, building five appears to <laughs> be some... In. Yeah, by the way, this map was by, I want to say Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's maps on Patreon. You should give them some love if you got such ability. Um, anywho. Um, so that's you're kind of eyeballing stuff as you go by up and down these stairs it's definitely they took a a weird like there are some it looks like gullies kind of outcroppings of stone interrupting the middle of the street and there's rickety stairs up and around them in various intervals there was they put this town here because it is not easy to find not because it was a good place for a town uh and it it's funny because you, from the outside, it did not look that big. But now that you're actually walking through, there's more people here than you would have thought initially. Um, and it kind of twists in a rat's den kind of 
uh, way. A lot of the buildings are up on stilts and half up on hills. The front end might be on stilts and the back is perched on some rocks or some of them are even tree houses. Uh, others just rickety shacks or tents on the ground. Um, you kind of march your way past building five there and you see some pretty rough looking characters hanging around outside, some of them playing cards. At least a few of them have enough in common with their uh, armor to give you the impression they're a somewhat organized group. In my map, it says guard post. So you get the idea, okay, the people who enforce whatever ha rules happen to be in this town, some of them hang out in that spot. Not inconveniently right across from the inn. Uh, you make... <laughs> you uh, and the tavern... You make your way down and around back along the path that you came in on. Not parkouring like I just showed Isild and Empty doing. <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, what's the approximate marching order? No reason. I think I would probably be in front. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I was also kind of thinking I'd be up there trying to, you know, have my eagle eye out for those rocks. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think I would stick close to Isolde. Okay. I'll so, be keeping an eagle eye out for behind us, being followed or anything. Sure. And you say you don't know things. All right. So you'll be bringing up the back. Oh, Gex is bringing up the back, I see. Stealthy and quiet in the back, ready to uh, stab any of your friends if they step out of I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. That's part of the middle there. That, that where you got me is good. Perfect. So you start walking back across the path and uh, you see ahead of you, there's a bit of a cliff on one side descending down towards the river, which at this point it narrows and is just raging past. Um, uh, whoever would be crazy enough to bring a ship up and down that river, you're not sure that they would be entirely sane, but apparently that's what happens. Um, and then on the other side, you see uh, a, a on a cliff face rising upwards and there's the gatehouse that you pass through wedged right in between them uh, and you you approach the gatehouse and you see the the same people that you saw about an, almost an hour ago kind of hanging around lots of crossbows leaned and cocked and ready to rock uh, up against the top walkway there uh, and as you approach the walkway one of them kind of puts down their cards and turns them Oh, it's you again. Leaving so hey. soon. Uh, possibly. Uh, unless you can tell us where the governor is. We've been looking for him. Uh, just want to say hi. Thank him for doing all of this. Like four of them start <laughs> chuckling. And one of them in the uh, playing cards, this this leader, the 15-year-old uh, leader of the, of the guard, uh, at the gate is kind of chuckles this this other one's a big like human guy who's probably close to 300 pounds most of it's probably muscle uh, is just sitting there hunched over a little like boil a little campfire uh, just boiling a pot of something it's like <laughs> wants to talk to the governor a <laughs> good one coming into town and it's like yeah you know what hey prove yourself you get the audience but he doesn't, uh, the governor's doesn't have a lot of time for, uh, uh people who, uh, come in 
almost unvouched for. But what if I told you I could do like some special things, like maybe help him out on a future sale because I can predict the future? <laughs> well, hey, tell you what, why don't you tell me what my friend over there has in his hand and maybe we'll talk. And the big guy kind of hunkers down, hiding his guard. Hey, no fair. <laughs> uh, I'm going to telepathically uh, talk to Gex and be like, hey, can you get to a spot where you can see his card? I'm give it a whirl. All right, Gex, I'm going to get you to do a stealth check followed by a perception check. Nice. Stealthing times. Uh, Eli's just going to be like, okay. And he's going to put out his hand and pretend like he's m like mumbling some <laughs> random nonsense. Sure. Uh, do a performance check for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough Third performance checks. Oh. oh, damn. Nice. That is a 22 on performance. The whole area gets quiet. All you hear is the crackling of the fire and the whimpering of the big guard guy who's like, now at this point, he literally tucks his, he takes the cards and shoves them in his, like, he's like, what, what? Like, starts pulling them closer and closer um, as he's intimidated by your sudden and mysterious ways as you begin humming a, a, a strange melody and holy god damn did gex do you want to tell the world what you just rolled or should i uh it was a nat 20 on the stealth so that's 32 so none <laughs> of you even know that's the stealth for 30 days plus 13 Gex and has... uh, perception check was a mediocre 13. <laughs> All right, so Gex has vanished into the tree line off to the left, off to the right, with no, no one, not even the gods, know where you are with 32. Um, and you go <laughs> creeping along, and you end up kind of climbing up a few stones here and a few stones there until boom, you're suddenly up on the raised walkway, creeping in behind the various guards moving from one area to the next but all of them are so enthralled with Elias humming and everyone else this vague sense of mystery and magic is happening um, and Gex gets right in behind the guy just oh, you don't even see how he gets there you just see the disappears over there a couple of steps there you know scooting past somebody over there without them noticing and then the eyes poke up over the big guy's shoulders Look for the cards, and you know what? With that, normally 13 probably wouldn't do it, but I'm going to say it's a lower threshold because, so you get Gex, you get you get uh, three out of the four cards. And you're pretty sure the last one was either a two or a it, it was a two or a seven. That's the only one you're not sure of. If you had to place a bet, go ahead and uh, uh, roll a, de uh, a dice for me. Evens or odds. Okay, well, 
We'll we'll narrow it down. Rule a D four for that. There you go. It's a one. All right. Oh, I'm gonna re-roll that. It's out of my. Okay. So, you're fairly certain. Well, which one do you think it is? A two or a seven? You tell me. Or actually, don't tell uh, me. Tell Elias. You you list the other three. Yeah, he's he's got uh, he's he's got these three cards. A ten, a jack, a queen, and a probably either a two or a seven. Can't really see. A little bit's hiding. You're fairly certain. You think you see a hint of an extra little diamond in there to make it at least above a two, but it's hard to tell. Yeah. So Eli, with his performance, is like, all right. You have a ten. I'm going to wait to see his reaction. Play up the reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A jack. <laughs> A queen. I think you said, oh. right? <laughs> and he's holding the last card in his hand, just sweat beating on his brow and a little curl on the uh, edge of the smile of the of the captain of the guard the 15 year old near you as as he kind of like moves his hands around do i get a better view of it it's 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 more than a two you know that it's more than a two yeah yeah i'll i'll say i say actually i think it's a seven uh, his eyes uh, flicking back and forth between Elias and the card held up in front of him. Other Eli people doesn't say it. <laughs> he just kind of counts on his hands like he's like channeling the number, and then just stops at seven. <laughs> and like three other people rush in, almost elbowing Gex out of the way, and then Gex just disappears <laughs> again and back. And whoosh, a few seconds later, he's back behind his old again, and uh, and. Other people jostling around the big guy and they take his cards and they're calling him out one by one. Like, oh my gosh, it's true. And the big guy's like, it's, it's, how do you know these things? Okay, keep it quiet because I want to help you guys with this. And then if you guys keep making a big, you know, fuss, then everyone's going to know I can do it. And then, you know, I can't help you guys as much. And... The 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 guard captain of the guard smiles and claps the claps you on the shoulder and then uh, turns to the big guy and he's like and I fold and drops his cards on the deck and everybody cheers and uh, and <laughs> he gathers back his little pot of uh, it's it's various coins like mostly coppers and a couple of silvers some buttons a couple of marbles so I've proven myself and I would like to. Uh, provide this talent to the governor. Now, that is a rare gift you've got. Um, you know, to, on the morrow, I'm I'm staying at the guardhouse. You come look for me. My name is Internet or Players. I needs me a name. I don't think I gave this person a name before. Rafe. 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 R A F E. That's the thought. I'll just pop Rafe, I'll take it. I Rafe. actually like it. 
Yeah, that's a good name. I had no idea if you were suggesting a name or if you're like, no, I remember it. You definitely said it. <laughs> no, was no, no, you didn't have a name before. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what a bluff check looks like. Yeah, yeah I literally was just like, I'd yeah. yeah. believe don't, you if you told me. Do not play poker with Gordon. <laughs> All right, do so play with Rafe. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah, the name's Rafe. You can you come to the guardhouse tomorrow morning. And we'll go and we'll, I'll put in a good word and we'll see if we can get you in with the governor. I think, uh. Okay. Is there any way we can go tonight? Because danger could be imminent. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, um, just like continuing the performance. <laughs> he kind of, he kind of nods like he understands, but then he's like, yeah, well. Hey, Tom, high five. And Tom, like, holds up his finger, gives him the finger, and then you can clearly see that there's one finger missing on Tom's hand, one of the guards uh, uh, amongst the various crew. Like, yeah, Tom's the last guy that interrupted the governor's sleep. Fair enough. Well, thank you for your time. What? I never got your name. I feel uh, like that's My name be. is Rafe. Rafe. Nice. Nice to it, meet you. Twice. Rafe. Hello. Rafe. Rafe, Rafe. Last name Rafe. Creative. First name Rafe. Yeah, I thought so. He seems really proud of that. And and Darcy, just for you, I'm not using the voice changer for this. This was the one I used the voice changer for before, but, you know, I will use it, Great. but not this time. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, in my head, I kind of say to everyone, I was like, are you guys with waiting to tomorrow or do you want to try and look for some courts I'm just following you right now whatever you need I mean, it, yeah it's oh. your call it's your grandma yeah yeah it's it's your timetable I mean I'm I'm ready to move as fast as you want to I know if it was my uh, my grandmother I'd be right there so you got my support Yeah. I mean, your like, grandma did guarantee. nothing but help us out and be nice to us and feed us and let us, you know, was Gex has a real big us. grin on his face for a second. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> hey, she's a she's a nice lady. Uh, I'll Gex Decker, you do not kiss and tell. You're a gentleman through and through. <laughs> Uh, you can all you can all just keep letting your imaginations go wild, <laughs> and Please they do don't. for a moment. And Please you're telepathically bonded. <laughs> I wait. Here's here's. I'm gonna make you roll for a second. I'm gonna get you to do. What roll would be like the dirty check? Internet players, which character like like attribute or skill? Nature. That's <laughs> <laughs> a knowledge check. I was going to say animal that. handling, but. Ooh. 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 All right. Nature or animal handling is your all flashback to the talk for just a brief second and then just see if you can keep it in. So I'm going to get everybody to roll either nature oh, wait, or animal survival. handling. <laughs> don't know nature what this role is for. I kind of <laughs> like either animal handling or nature, although that is dirty. Dirty! 
Survival would work too. Ooh. I, uh, my animal handling is only five, unfortunately. Ooh. All right, so Sheena, 24. Man, and believe it or not, Sheena I'm looking okay. for a low number here. Or oh, oh no. Oh, shit, if that's the case, I should have went the other way. Nature. I, if you would have told us, I would have gone with nature, too. I rolled a ten. I rolled a three. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so nature, just... I, so it's, nature, I don't get any bonuses. Well, not only yeah. that, but it's it's like... You all have that thought as Gex kind of plants that seed, and for a moment, you flash to what that idea might be. Uh, your imagination running wild. And those of you who are the most grounded in the nature, natural or... Uh, the fundamentals of life, the more you've seen it, you, you see the squirrels doing it in nature, and it's, it's no big thing. It's totally natural, totally fine. You're just, you don't even dwell on it. You're just like, that's what, when two squirrels love the, each other very much. Um, so, Ashina, it's no big deal. Uh, Elias, you're second lowest. That means your mind runs a little rampant. Yeah, you filthy little half-elf. Um, I don't know what... I don't want to put words or images in your mind, but they start to seep out around the edges as you get hold of an idea, and it, like, comes into your mind very vividly, and immediately it gets shared uh, partially oh, no. in a muddled kind of way across the telepathic bond. Just a quick flash. Um, it, it is old. Surprisingly, you keep it together pretty good with a 16. Um... I mean, you were a sailor on a ship in very tight quarters for a little while. Like, you've seen some shit in your life. Uh, some of it good, some of it bad. You've been from port to port a little bit. I don't know if you partook, but you definitely know. And it's nothing you dwell on too much at a 16. Um, Ashina. Oh, oh, sorry, that was your nature check with an 18. Either way, it's just like that's as natural as breathing. So it's you, you don't dwell on it and don't pass anything on. Uh... Gex with a 10. You can't help but have a couple of recollections of, <laughs> let's just call it your top five. Quickly flash through your mind, but you don't share all the details or anything, but you barely, man. Like some of you get a quick, like, weird blur from Gex of like, what, what, what the heck was that? However, Hilda, amongst <laughs> all of you, <laughs> is suddenly and this is of course the med school student the one who studied anatomy maybe this is why it was so damn distracting because it completely distracts you and I almost want to say it is somehow tied to you not finishing med school oh. I don't know how that works exactly <laughs> I will let you fill in that detail if you so choose. But there is something okay. incredibly overwhelmingly um, passionately shared amongst the telepathic bond for a moment. And you're all just like, take that as you will. Oh, and by the way, the people cut to the people back at the inn for a moment. And you're all just... <laughs> Talithar's taking his drink. I don't think I'm in this role because I'm just like, what? Uh, I'm just like, I know, but you do like, share a telepathic bond. <laughs> and so you're just like... <laughs> 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 As these memories flood through your mind, um, 
<laughs> now, not everything has to get shared with everybody uh, in terms of conversation, but for some reason, with a three, it does. All right. What the fuck? Just so. one night in the embalming room. Not with a body. Not a knee and another stupid. There were corpses there, but they weren't involved. We didn't need to know this. And yet you That's do. why there were so many more naked bodies than you would have assumed. <laughs> They were not involved, guys. They to be fair, involved. they <laughs> they didn't need the sheets. Not really. So boring them wasn't wrong. When you're he dead, you don't have to be... <laughs> you're all just turning like... Yeah, look, look at the awkward <laughs> dwarf for a minute. The unassuming dwarf. I love how Bella's losing her mind right now. Uh... Okay, and... I'm broke! You I'm you totally broke. <laughs> you take a few breaths and you just, like, focus for a moment, and Rafe is like, you guys okay? Um, I will take you to the governor tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we just had something bad to eat or something. I don't know. We should go and never speak of this again. <laughs> I feel like I missed something. What? Oh, I did Empty Wisdom make a roll for that as well, or no? No. What was he? Oh, she completely just missed what happened. Yeah, that's fair. Alright, so, um, so unfortunately... The context. Like, you're, like, beating around the bush about a thing that happened, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was not here for that. <laughs> nice. So, um, unfortunately for the governor, you're gonna have to wait till the morning at least and ask for an audience. But you do have an introduction. So, yeah. what do you want to do? Think about I that. I think... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to uh, cut back to the other yeah. party, but keep going. Sorry. Good idea. I think we Good should time. head back. Let's not push our luck. But the court's gathering. Yeah, who knows how long it'll take us to find something, and we have to be well-rested for tomorrow. Balin, what was your arcana... Actually... Go ahead and do a nature roll of your own, or they don't have dungeoneering in this. Uh, you know, I would I would let you roll a, a, a proficiency roll plus your wisdom, let's say, for having noticed, but you are proficient in stone and crafting. So I'm going to say, go ahead and roll that for us there, Balin, and let me know what you got. And you, I, for so a roll of this type, you have proficiency. Wisdom plus proficiency plus a d20. And I will say you have advantage on this because uh, it's your jam. You make stuff. Does the stone craft give you, like, double proficiency or something? It does. It gives yeah, you advantage. It doubles my proficiency. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's double, not advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do it that then. Yeah. Also, as a, just like a, a player question, do you know, uh, like, do, do the roll while I'm talking. Um, do you know the, um, like, a locate object? That sounds like something you might know as a wizard. I don't think I took that one. So with, so you didn't want me to roll with advantage, just double proficiency, right? Just double proficiency. Yeah. Okay. So then I got a, a fourteen. You you're pretty sure you saw a good quartz vein, but with all the, 
you're, you, you don't remember if it was, you don't even remember if it was, you're pretty sure it was after the purple worm, but that's as close as you got. And that's like a good three hour walk. Mm. So you kind of narrowed it down to that last leg, but you're not sure. It, probably near the coast, narrow it down to like hour and a half, maybe picking your way along the coast. Remember the one that almost everybody almost toppled over and Elias kind of did. Uh, Bail, not in character, but um, are you local to the island? I can't remember. No, no, I'm from uh, Ilifarn. So I think Todd yeah, so I think said that's that up in the northern mountains, right? I think that might make me the only local right now. Yeah. Um, because like I, I've lived on this island my whole life. I have a nature proficiency. Can sure. I just like know if there might be things around that just I would happen to know as a local? Um, Absolutely. I will let you roll uh, roll a check, probably nature, with advantage, because you are local, as you say. Uh, that's a nine. Never mind. It, it helped you <laughs> not at all. Uh, uh, no, I stayed one. to the monastery mostly. I just thought maybe. Wish <laughs> there's sure some shines on. There <laughs> are like, some things on the island, and what? they get. <laughs> It's a shame you're looking for fancy courts and you're playing with this little stone that you picked up and it's a really fancy courts and you're like, "Eh, too bad we don't know where any is. And you throw it away. (laughs) I own no material possessions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's. uh, So you're headed back to the inn uh, right now or are you headed out into the wilds? Back to the inn. Okay. Meanwhile, as you're back at the inn, Talithar, uh, Lesrin, and uh, Ashina are uh, holding down the fort. They, uh, the bartender uh, woman kind of comes over and uh, gives you your keys and gets you to pay for the rooms. Uh, I think that's, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be a gold per room and the meals on the house, but the drinks are extra. So let's uh, round up to like, for all your friends who just walked out on you, that sucks. Uh, let's let's round that up to a nice evening gold. <laughs> Dine and dash. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that as we walked out that we didn't pay for anything. <laughs> and Gex was like, I, I, I like, I, I like, lo- I, I kind of like, uh, pause for a moment, and then I pay her the. And I'm trying to intuit like what would be an appropriate tip without. Tipping too much. Uh, I mean, it looks like she she muttered something about eight and two silver. Ah, we'll round down. So she rounded down for you, but it was going to be a little over eight. So rounding okay. up would not. So be. I mean, I flip yeah, for two gold. extra gold. All right. Well, I, I pay her eight, and I guess actually, uh, Shara's Ashina. Yeah, Ashina. She right. she takes the ten gold, tucks it in her little apron thing, gives you a, a curt nod, but it's a respectful like. All right. And um, as she's turning around, she's like, um, one last thing. Tip on the house. Ready? Here's an extra drink for you. Uh, and also, um, for, for this, she gives extra drinks to everybody. Lesserin's just like, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, she leans in towards Dalitha. I was like, you might want to keep your cloak closed over that armor of yours. Don't know why I'm suddenly British. Ah, you want to keep that cloak closed. <laughs> Or take the arm off, whatever suits your fancy. 
And then she uh, turns around and goes back to her job. Yeah, and kind awesome. of like not be, try not to like be too shiny in the plate mail. She's awful nosy. Uh, everyone here is eyeing us. One probably have to kill someone before going to bed next time. Lester and kind of leans over and goes, I do not have a nose. <laughs> not like Just you. Just relax, Lester. Just relax, Lester. It's arranging logic, Lester, and then we all find travel back to, uh, and I just kind of say a low, lowly task for now. Yeah, and he gives you a nod and kind of rearranges around the neck that the um, necklace that they wear um, and kind of pulls the furred cloak over it a bit more. But you know, you've seen it. You know what's under there is the, the dragon necklace that they wear. Yeah. And I have like one hand close to my sword. Just, you know, Ashina has a more properly alerted me, so I'm kind of on guard. Absolutely. All right. So uh, the evening goes do, on. The bars are pretty I good. Feed, I do feed Rainbow uh, Goodberry while I'm sitting here. Absolutely. And Rainbow just gobbles it down. Like, it's the act of officially coming into this world is exhausting. Uh, and in those circumstances, you only barely, because of great roles, um, managed to keep it alive. So let, it takes a little bit of coaxing. Can I get you to do an animal handling check? But not for that. Where is it? Animal handling. <laughs> there you go. With a 19, absolutely. Um, Rainbow begins to respond. It takes a little bit of coaxing, but definitely gets a hold of it. And once they get it in their mouth, they greedily gobble down the good berry. In fact, you can actually give it two. Uh, it, it'll take two, which is a lot of food for a tiny little thing, but yeah, still growing. Well, while we're waiting, I'm actually You have just to gonna... kind of mush it into almost like a drink. Like you, you squeeze the pulp out of it to help and then kind of drinks it on down and then swallows the husk once it's a bit stronger. Sorry, Talithar, go ahead. Uh, while I'm waiting, I'm going to actually just use one of my divine sense. Just to see. Sure. Um, tell me what kinds of creatures that sense is again. I, uh, the presence of strong evil registers on my senses, so I can, I, until the end of my next turn, I know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of me. That's All right. You see me. You yeah. definitely get the sense of celestial blood in the otherwise mostly human-looking Azimar across from you. Um, you can sense the fae being nuzzled in uh, amongst your cloaks. Uh, the little tiny fairy dragon. Um, very strongly. What's the range on that? At 60 feet. So I'm just... Okay. It's almost like a... Uh, whatever you can see. It's not within 60 feet. But there is a sense of strong, it's, it's almost that distracting stench that you, on the edge of your senses, it's not within range. There is something odd, if you had to guess, like, pretty far downwind is the only way you can kind of register. Like, you were tracking a beast, an, a dead body. Uh, it's not 
undead per se, but it's a stench of malice. But it is extremely out of your range. But you, there has been a lingering sense nearby. Can I get you to do a perception check for me? Sure. Oh, also, I, I would see, I would detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Like the house. Uh, perception check. Okay. Ooh, Nat 2025. 20, Great. Rolling in the 20s. All right. <clears throat> or 25. <laughs> you had this sense of unnatural, fetched death, and not undead, but it smells strongly like death and evil. And it's outside of your range, but you're like, wait, where is it that I'm picking that up from? And you look around the room, and it's like you're, you even have to get up at one point to kind of take a few steps to like, hotter, colder it a little bit. And you, you're searching around and your eye falls on this kind of shorter, dowdy looking kind of guy, um, wearing a leather apron in the far corner. Um, He's got big, thick traveler clothes and boots, kind of uh, like the boots are still muddy from travel uh, with this thick kind of reddish mud. And you can see their, their traveling cloak is on the table, on the chair beside them. Uh, and they're just looking around the room and just kind of staring into their cup, just like turning. And with a 25, you see tears in this almost untouched drink. He's been sitting there for a good five minutes, and you're just re registering now because he's so kind of off on his own. And you see tears have stained his cheeks of the mud a little bit, and he's just sitting there. <clears throat> the stench isn't emanating from him, but it clings to him. He's the one that brought it in, but it's faint, like someone who stepped in, in dog shit uh, a long time ago, and it's almost worn off. It's just a slight linger on them, but they themselves are not the source. But that's why you can sense that. And that's only because you got the natural 20. Also, I want to know exactly what kind of chicken or goat you sacrificed to roll 20 in order to get these <laughs> kinds of rolls. I'm just curious. All right. And right about then uh, is when you get the flash from the party. In some cases, quite literally. <laughs> uh, and then you get the word. We're, we're coming back. What do you want to do? Ashina, Palatar. Um, um, you know what? I'm going to just telepathically mention this quickly. Something smells off with this one. Like he carries death with him, but not, but it's not. Who, just stay who's, who's this one? So, so, 
I'm going. I'm gonna to go get another right drink because I got extra drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually like go up. And, I'm I'm gonna basically waltz over. He's not too far away, right? He's just uh, in the same room. Yeah, he's on the same level as you, and kind of tucked in behind the bar. Um, not behind the bar, like working there, but the, around in a bit of a corner that's a little bit behind where the bar. And is he around. is he a worker or a traveler? Uh, it looks like he works here, but travel is part of his work, is probably what you okay. gather at a glance. Like, he's, he looks very at home. People seem to recognize him. He even gets a couple of nods and waves in the two minutes or so that you spend. Uh, right. and he's so I'm just going to him with a drink. And I'm yep. just going to basically go up and say, hey, hey, friend, uh, new here. I think you work here just... Uh, with like a little advice on this place. Uh, I just kind of interrupt him from his reverie. Yeah. Hey, well, um, I've been here a bit. Um, uh, sorry. Who, who, who are you? Yeah, uh, do a persuasion I'm, uh... check for me. Okay. Roll for talking to people. Roll for talking. This is how I feel every time I leave my house. Go out in public, talk 24. to the grocery clerk. Damn. All right. Well, I'm better at talking. Wow. Talking is your thing, you damn paladin. I'm a good talker, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah Let's talk been... about our feelings. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not from around here, are you? Uh, yeah. Oh. Really? Does you it want... show? You want it? I mean, I'm feeling a little. I'm 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 okay, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I could. You know what? I could sense that a mile away, or at least sixty feet away. Why so glum, chum? And I just give him a drink. And he, he kind of looks at you a little bit befuddled, but it appears like he's been having a night, and he's just like, I mean, I guess if I tell you, you can't really like make fun of me for it because you don't know me. Right, um, exactly. I might even help you out. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's it. I just, I don't think it's anything. I was I was just wrapping up at the little dock. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I'm a a carpenter and I was working on a couple of the couple of the 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 one ship that's over there. I was working on that, and I was making my way back down to the inn and. and I mean, it shouldn't have been a thing. It was, I've done that trip dozens of times. It's its not like it's freaky or anything. It, and I got, got this, like, really creepy feeling as I rounded a bend. It was, it was really bizarre. And... And... <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I swear to God, I, I saw a buffalo. Buffalo. And then you see the tears kind of come unbidden to his eyes again. He's like, I don't know why. It was... It's a smell. Oh, I got this stench in my nose. And you know, get a smell in your nose and you just can't get it out. And I... I just ran. I ran all the way back. And the gods... They just laughed at me. I mean, I, it's probably nothing. It, it's like a really, a weird long neck buffalo, and it like, 
He looked in my direction and, and I just I did get I had to get out of there. Do you, do you, do you ever have a creature, like, you ever see a cow talk to you? You know what? Just a day ago, some crazy shit happened. And something like what you just said actually was over on the other side of the island. So I'm not going to laugh at you. Really? You smelled yeah. it too? Yeah. And I felt something. That's why I could tell something might have. You saw like, the not. You saw the little yeah. buffalo too. Well, I sensed something. I didn't see something. I sensed something. Maybe it smelled but, it like a bad smell. Yeah. It's worse can you sketch it? Terrible. I can like get you like a something to write it down. Like, I'm good with my hands, but I'm not much of a drawer. Um, let me just roll to see if this guy's got any artistic talent. Roll for artistic talent. I also like artistic. my life. And roll for I painting. Roll for done painting. Um, he sketches a stick figure buffalo with an incredibly long, elongated tail. Almost okay. like if you took a brontosaurus, shrank it down, covered it in fur, and gave it demon eyes. That's kind of right. what he draws. And it is Almost nonsensical. And he's right. got these little wavy lines coming off it like stink. I, I saw it way up on the top of the, the hill on the ridge. Uh, uh, blind man's pass. Uh, and blind man's pass. Okay. Bl blind, blind man's pass. Right it's down. just if you go no past the little dog. Um, I wasn't going that way, but I have to walk that way. And it was a long way off. I could smell it. So it was like. Yeah, you, you smelled a dead body before, yeah? Yeah. It was like somebody stuffed the enemy. killed. He's not sure how to take that. No, <laughs> like, it kind of like faces him for a second. Um, all right, and that's what you get from this guy. And he, he tells you his name. Anybody else want to give me a name? I'm terrible at names. Innerweebs? Friends at the yeah. table? Clem? Clem. Clem. Yeah, C L E M. Clem. Unless you guys are, right. I'm just throwing names out, guys. Like. This is. No, it's not good. Uh, I need a last name uh, from everybody else, not Gordon for the last name. In time. Gittle Hopper. In time. <laughs> I heard in time Where first. Yeah, the in funny time. thing is, is that what? I actually thought that. Hilda was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he shakes your hand, and it's that, like, far too intense, like, he's rattling your, your plate mail, kind of shakes a bit as he's like, thank you, thank you, I, uh, <clears throat> I appreciate the drink. Um, yeah, what's your no name? Problem. Talitha. Talitha. All right. Uh, my name's Clem. Last name's in, in time. Everybody makes fun of me around here. I'm glad you believe me. Yeah, I'd say stay away from that blind man's pass for now. Yeah, yeah. I, I go if I have to go back. Do you, do you think you might be able to go back to the little ship? Um, I mean, they only keep one little ship out there. It, it's it's almost fixed up. It's almost ready to go. Yeah. 
Where is it going? Oh, I don't know, but it's Captain... Captain... And he says a name, and I have to check my notes for it. Um, go ahead and do a retroactive perception check. Either Ashina, who is busy probably listening into some of this conversation, I'm guessing. Uh, not to be too presumptive. Um, but also... Uh, Gordon, you can go ahead and do a, a retroactive perception check. Perception check. Perce okay. Perception. Perception. And about now, everybody else comes back into the bar. Only a couple minutes. Ooh, just Ooh. a nine. Making up for that. All right, you you don't... I mean, you re remember the name, uh, but it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? If you need to go back there tonight, you let me know. Oh, I'm not going back there tonight. But um, maybe in a, in the morning, if if you're around. You let me know. We're, yeah, we're staying here actually. You let me know. Right, I'm a, I'm just getting a drink, calm my nerves. And he looks down at the drink he hasn't even touched and kind of suddenly sees it almost for the first time. It's like, oh, and you've already put another one in front of him. He's just like, oh, but it's, thank you. And he busies yeah. himself trying Cheers. to drink both yeah. of them and take the edge off his nerves. And that sense of death and danger you can definitely tell is clinging to him just a little bit all right everybody else is back in the bar uh what do you want to do You're gonna go uh, for... i mean I'll, I'll update everyone that mm -hmm. like i'm sure we're gonna update we've already been updating each other but when i sit back down i'll update them on kind of i said something met this guy he sensed something he says it, look, it looked, maybe it's shape changed to look like an animal, like a buffalo, but I'll just kind of remind every everyone that there's more than just Hoodrick we have to keep an eye out for. Right, Eli? Yep. So whatever that was might be following us or something like it is following us. All right. So, um, if you're going to do a short rest, long rest, head out now. Think about that as we go take a quick five, ten minute break, or do we need to stop now for people? Is it's almost twelve? I, I can keep stop going. at twelve, so I, I can keep going oh, yeah. until twelve, and then I'm out. Okay, that's I'm cool. Good. I'm doing a long rest, I'm getting yeah. getting my room. All right, so rest. you guys go to the room. You post a watch, um, because in this burg, unless you don't want to. Anybody no, want no, to we're posting watches. We three girls are in the same room. We three M girls are all in the same room. Yep. Empty doesn't want to stay in the inn. Um, she, like, literally has no money and has never purchased a thing. I know people are choosing to pay for her and stuff and blah, blah, blah. She's just like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I don't think she even, like, talks to anyone about it. She just goes outside and finds a place that she can, like, meditate and feel safe. Um Interestingly, part of this place, because it's built on all these different levels, you find a little relatively easy to find. I love the dinosaur somebody drew on the map. Uh, or whatever that buff long neck <laughs> buffalo. Uh, it's a long neck buffalo with a long tail. It's, it's beautiful. It's terrible looking. It's beautiful. I gotta I gotta show that to the stream now. There you go. I love it. Yeah, it was picture for so just a spiral. So <laughs> that's what um, he drew. You are all in this inn on uh, a couple of different floors. Uh, was the only way they could do the, I'm assuming, three rooms. Um, 
but just on the top of this roof, kind of a ping, you actually find a spot not too far down from one of the windows. Uh, and you could actually kind of post yourself up on that pretty comfortably there, empty, and uh, have a, a bit of outdoor space that's close enough. Or you okay. can go further that's into the it, woods by yourself if you'd like. Did you say I was up on the roof or that I am like um, still outside could, the building? You're technically, because this thing is built ramshackle, the lower floor mm. juts out a little further than the next floor up. And so there's a, a little punter of a roof there, almost like a porch roof, but it's actually not over a porch. So you can easily yeah. be on that, which is overhung by a bunch of trees. Uh, and then the cliff going up is these draggly massive trees kind of reaching out over the cliff, kind of hiding this whole little uh, section that of the good. village. So you're yeah, still very great. close to everybody else. All right, and with that, Excellent. we'll lock down a long rest. Mark it down. In the morning, you eat. Uh, you sleep in leisurely. You talking noonish? What are you doing? Are you getting up crack of dawn? What do you want? Oh, early. I have that appointment. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I probably want to check on Clem. Mm -hmm. He's one... up early, but like is meditating for a lot of the morning, so may or may not hear people. So, Empty's actually the stuff. first one to notice Jimmy coming back from the sketchy tavern. He comes stumbling back a little bit after dawn, drunk as a skunk, singing a song with this guy. He's leaning, the two of them singing down the as they're stumbling down the way towards this inn, and it's, shh, they knock stuff over, oh, be quiet. And the two of them are just laughing and totally, I mean, the baker is sitting there kneading bread, looking at them like they're dumb. And they're just like, shh, go see my friends. And Jimmy takes them up and eventually meets up with all of you uh, at one of the uh, levels of the common area or in your rooms. Um, uh, probably in a common area because you wouldn't know which rooms you're in. He's like, "Hey, I got my friend. Um, this is my friend." And he says a name, but it's so badly slurred with drink that you can't quite pick it out. Except Talithar, it's the same name. Oh, the captain. The captain of the ship over on Little Dock. Um, and again, it's like, "It's my friend." Blah, 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 blah. And um, but it is the same syllables and sounds. Uh, and so Captain Ablabla is, uh, and they are incredibly sloshed, the two of them, like fall down giggling uh, drunk at like seven in the morning. The rest of you are up and feeling a lot. Swinging at each other. Sorry, what was that, Donnie? I said at least they're not swinging at each other. This is true. It is a good thing not to uh, pick a fight at seven. All right. So next morning, um, you gather yourselves. And uh, what do you want to do? Right. So uh, Captain Blah Blah, who's passed out, is he runs the ship by the little dock by Cle where Clem was saying he saw Crazy Demon Buffalo. So... Mm. We might want to check it out, but I know Eli, you want to check go with the governor too. Yep. So 
do we split again? I don't think I will need a lot of people to come with me to the governor. The the whole water buffalo situation seems pretty intense. I'll I'll come by, maybe lend some of the paladin, you know, holy divine sensing and attack to for whatever darkness this probably is. I'm pretty good at killing things sometimes. Once in a while. <laughs> Just the, the, the modifier. <laughs> you, you kind of sensed and hit it too, right? So. Is old? Sorry. Right? You, you've now called empty back in to the area where yeah. breakfast is served. Didn't you, didn't you hit something that took out Eli? I'm wondering if it's that or something like that. I don't remember that. There was a buffalo? You get a flash uh, when he mentions this, though, of that sense of cold, absolute cold, radiating up your arm. But it wasn't your arm, it was your astral form, but that's just a quick flash. And that's the other side of you. Yeah, you see this, like, confused look of go across Empty's face, like, it's like deja vu, but she doesn't remember it. Does that make sense, right? Like, I have this memory, like, I should remember this thing, but I don't remember why I know it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm thinking, Eli, you should definitely not go alone, though. Like, we should have a couple people go with you, and maybe the rest of us check out this ship, this whatever this thing, and maybe do some investigation. Lesserin kind of bends over and scoops up um, uh, Jimmy and like does the whole half fireman's carry like like half drag the drunk and Jimmy's like I just need a little uh, and then Lesserin points so wouldn't take that one and points to the captain uh okay i feel like hilda wants to hilda and isolde are going with you so anybody else want to go with talithar and the rest can come with me yeah i'll go with talithar does that make sense all right so i guess i'll take ashina Balon and empty with me. All right. So the four Good of luck. you, the four of you, head out of the inn, go across to the to the guard's post. Before, I, yeah. Before I go, I'm going to make sure to cast telepathic bond again. Oh, nice. <laughs> the yeah. intense yeah. staring. Yeah. <laughs> Early in the eyes, morning. Eyes, oh. eyes, eyes, eyes. <laughs> so sorry, I was away for a couple secs. What are the no two worries. groups going off for? Is she the governor? Governor and Long Neck Buffalo. Team Governor, Team Buffalo. Spooky, spooky death Buffalo. Is Clem around? Balin would ask the party, where do you think I would fit in best? You know, knowing my talents. You know, I'm here to serve you guys. So where where do you think you'd you'd like me? Maybe go with... There's a Buffalo. Maybe go with Eli. Off to see the Governor? Okay. Like, Sounds like, good. 
I think like uh, you guys are trying to get the crystal right. So it's you two with support from machine yeah. and, and empty. Like we may not even end up in a, in a fight. So like the other four of us, we're just checking things out. Nothing could go wrong. All right. right? So what could um, possibly go wrong? let's do team governor before we run <laughs> out of time and hopefully we'll get the other part in there. But uh, team governor goes off. Uh, you don't see Clem, by the way, Talithar. Uh, he's probably at his house right now, but he gave you a pretty descriptive uh, map towards his place in town, and he was pretty thankful that you were uh, giving him a shoulder to, to to lean on there for a little bit. Um, so Team Governor goes across the way, kind of uh, knocks on the guard post and and uh, waits, and then the door opens as this... You actually see a freaking minotaur standing in front of you. You're just like, uh, and he's like, what do you want? Uh, good morning, sir, beast. Uh, can I, I'm here to see Rafe, Rafe. Rafe. He turns the head and in this like, Rafe, you got a visitor. This kind of, um, and, uh, it's, it's not a huge, Minotaur by any means, not like eight feet tall. He's probably only about like six and a half feet tall, but the horns make him seem bigger. Um, and uh, after a little while, Rafe comes down and uh, thanks, big guy. Uh, oh, hey, um, right. I didn't think you'd be up this early. God damn. Uh, I mean, it's a teenager, right? He, he looks like you dragged him out of bed to, to do this. It takes a little while for them to get down and hair's all tousled. Um, I telepathic to everyone in the link, like, is is that the buffalo? No. <laughs> Do we see? You can send images by telepathic link, sure. <laughs> Do they charge extra to send images? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> it's fine until you reach your cast, and then they charge extra. is excruciating pain for Eli. <laughs> It does not resemble a long neck buffalo. It resembles a standard minotaur in like studded leather armor. Maybe they thought the whole body was like its neck and it was standing next to something. I, I don't know. So after a little um, while, Rafe's I... finally ready. Go ahead, Balan. Could I give uh, the minotaur one of my little stone crafts? Like I've got, you know, those little mazes that are little pieces of wood and you can like move a ball through it. Maybe I've got like a little stone maze I can give him or something, like a little toy. Absolutely. So you you pass him this and get his attention. He's like busy kind of trying to get something out from between his his uh, his teeth there. And he looks at it. Whoa. Whoa. What do you want? Uh, Guardian, I, I have a gift for you. I, I know that your people are quite fond of uh, solving puzzles and mazes. So uh, I have this. You might You might appreciate it. And he picks it up gingerly between two fingers this time. Relatively small for his size. Um, little stone-worked maze. And he begins to just flick it. And immediately... Ooh, ooh, thank you. And he thank kind of clomps you on the head clumsily, but not in a disrespectful kind of way. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to need a name for a Minotaur Guardsman. Snort. <laughs> Bob. Bob Snort. Clavis. 
Bob Snort. Bob Snort. Bob Clavis Smart Snort. Bob Clay Snort. Bob Clay Snort. Bob Clay Snort. I deserve a good dwarf. You're Baylor, very... the clan iron here. Do we need to trade something? You give me, I give you. Yes. Oh. It, it is a gift, but if you would like to reciprocate, that it's it's not required. But wait you know, here. Uh, and he goes running up into his uh, up the stone staircase up to his, where presumably where the barracks is. And he's back in a couple of minutes with a uh, a sack, which is kind of sluicing unevenly to one side, and passes it over to you. puts it in your in your hand, and he kind of claps you on the shoulder this time. He's like, "Thank you." He goes back to playing with the maze. Thank you very much, Bob Cliff Snort. Um, inside the sack, look. do you look? Yeah, I look inside the sack. You see some gathered flowers and herbs and mushrooms. And uh, do a medicine check for me. Okay. Uh, can you roll a d20 for me? Because like, I'm on sure. my phone right now, actually. Yeah. Right, I got a plus two on medicine. have a bag full of semi-moldy mushrooms and some weird pressed flowers, and it's, it kind of smells a little a little bit like somebody took some Robitussin and spilled it in there. Uh, Trip but time. with a two on the medicine roll, you don't really know what good it is. Okay. Do However, any of the mushrooms look edible? As a dwarf, I'm quite fond of eating mushrooms. I mean, yes, maybe some of the the nicer ones. Uh, they look probably fine to eat. They don't look like the poisonous ones you're aware of. However, um, uh, as a, do you want me to tell you what it is as a player, or just keep that to myself? I uh, yes. keep it to yourself. Yeah. Okay, I'll keep it to myself. All right. Uh, coming up. Next, after a little while, Rafe is finally ready as a teenager getting ready. Uh, takes you out into the sunshine, guides you over to this tower uh, that's kind of perched on a little rickety island in between the two. Um, I think I'm moving the wrong group, but anyway. Uh, in between the two, the, like right in the middle of the river is uh, is this little... Hold on, I gotta find it. There's various walkways and and bridges that cross the island, uh, cross the river, but he takes you across to one of the nicer looking bridges. And there's a bit of an outpost tower that's part mansion, part outpost. And, uh, oh, and the buffalo comes with you, apparently, because I dragged them <laughs> off. So whoever's in that group, I know not everybody's there, but you all see this tower slash mansion on the edge of the, uh, uh, of this one little outcropping in the, in the river. And uh, Rafe has a few words with one of the guards. And after a few minutes, you're escorted inside. And the place is pretty nicely accoutrated. Like, there's some money in this place. Like, collected tapestries and all kinds of adornments and art kind of piled up. Some of it framed beautifully and up on the walls. Some of it literally rolled in a corner. Um, and it's various bits of nice furniture all very mismatched, like a yard sale gone weird and expensive. Um, and after, and there's a butler, a honest to god butler who is fully, like, looks like he's like serves the queen, but in amongst all these people, busy. And uh, you see them kind of say, uh, "Yes, and what may I do uh, for you?" 
What may his lordship do? As, uh, what may the governor do for you? I was wondering if I could uh, speak to him shortly. I have. You may a speak to the governor. You may speak with her. Yes. All right. Can what is this about? A a deal. Is this he? And the person looks at Rafe, and Rafe's like, "It's gonna want to hear this. Uh, they're gonna want to hear this." And the butler kind of raises an eyebrow, and then kind of brings their arms out from behind. You see the hand crossbow that they were holding, ready to fire, and like tosses it on a tray on the side, and then picks up uh, a different tray. This one with a fancy T on it, and says, "I will return shortly with word as to whether you will have an audience." I trust you know that it is not wise to waste the governor's time. I am aware. Good. And you can see they, they pick up a wicked-looking dagger. Like, it's got the Chris thing going on and everything. Like, puts it on the tray with the tea. Just in case. And then goes walking off into these really ornate doors, and they close. And you're waiting there for a while... And then after a while, the door opens, and you see the same uh, butler kind of come back out and says, You may have two minutes. Please be brief. And uh, that is all. Good luck. You go on in, and you're in a very nice sitting room. Uh, windows all along the one side overlooking the river. Uh, beautiful, beautiful room. And in there, you see uh, a woman probably in her... 40s, um, in, in, a little bit uh, human, uh, just a little bit human, uh, no, and uh, actually, it, happens. it does happen in D&D. Uh, you actually do see two tiefling horns, but otherwise there's no real sign, and on the turn, you see her kind of turn. Yes, you've got two minutes. Rafe, what is this about? And Rafe go, goes on and says, uh, actually, it's um, this one said they could help you. They have a gift. A gift. Good. I like gifts. You can put it on the pile over there and they get out of my sight. Can't exactly do that. Uh, before I continue, uh, good morning, Miss the Governor, go Governess. I apologize for the nomenclature. It's That's kind of okay. I intentionally keep it a bit vague because some of the peons uh, Very don't smart. always show respect when they find out it's me. They learn very, quickly. very, very intuitive. Um, so I'll keep it short. I could possibly help you in some uh, ventures because I can see the future. Uh, but in order to provide this gift to you. If you have a crystal ball I can use for a spell, because someone I know is uh, in love very much is in danger. Um, and she kind of adjusts it. her glasses on her face, kind of looks at you over her glasses. Uh, kind of these horn rim looking ones. Uh, she's almost like a badass tiefling barb... Uh, um, uh, not barbarian. Um, librarian. But in very fancy clothes. She's a... a an exercise in contradictions. Very fancy clothes. 
open weaponry on the table, just a, just within reach. A lovely tea in front of her, um, reading a scroll, and yet uh, a gleam of very serious danger in her eye. Um, and she's kind of looking you up and down. I'm going to need you to do a persuasion or deception check for me. Whichever one you prefer. Nice. 23. 23. She looks at you. <clears throat> you can tell my future, hey boy. All right, I'm interested. If your gift is true. What do you need from me? A crystal ball. I might. She looks over towards the the but, butler and he kind of gives a curt nod and turns on his heel and walks out. I'll see what I can do. Your gift. Um. Are we talking parlor drink? Or could you see if a venture might work in my favor? The latter. But before I provide the gift to you, I need to make sure you have the crystal ball. It's kind of a real importance. Yeah, well, how about this? I need you to tell me about a man. Can you do that sort of thing? Look in on him. I would need the crystal ball. Good. But mine comes first. Besides whatever you need to do. No, like I genuinely need the crystal ball to do what you're asking me to do. All right. We all need our tools of the trade. Do we not? Yeah. And she, she like moves her hand just casually. Just like, like this. And then... You see a dagger just almost appear in her hand. And she just takes it busy cleaning one of her really long painted, like immaculate fingernails. But she's busy cleaning it. In a few seconds, the butler comes back with the crystal, comes in with a tray. And on top of it is a cloth. And underneath the cloth, you can see the landmark shape of a pretty good sized crystal ball. Probably the size of about two fists, a little bigger than two fists together comes walking puts it on in the table in front of you and she motions you to come forward and the rest of you are all just like uh is anything anybody else doing anything who's who's there with uh with elias i'm nah. just standing in the back um i was hoping maybe i could roll like a history check on some of the artifacts that she's got around the room see if anything seems particularly ancient or maybe even like of dwarven origin sure thank you go ahead and roll a history check for him uh for us while you're doing that it's not so technically can you use the d20 for me again oh yeah 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 totally and on history i have a plus six or a plus ten if it's related to stonework uh it's not stonework in this case so you get a total of 19 which is pretty good there's definitely some art here that belongs in a museum uh and it was probably in a museum not that long ago judging by some of the like semi-broken frames that some of them are sitting in or near um uh, yeah there's there's 
quite a lot of value in this room. If you had to put a guess at it, probably in the ballpark. Like, nothing super famous, like, not the Mona Lisa, per se. But there's some art that you're pretty sure you've seen pictures of in books. Um, oh, sorry, Timely. Thanks. We'll pass on anything. <laughs> anything that looked uh, dwarven in origin? Um, not... Well, actually, hold on. That one... You look up on the wall and you do see uh, part of a broken stonework piece. So this that's what I said there was no stonework, but I take it all back. You see um, it was probably once part of a of a relief of a, of a massive mural. You see part of that depicting some ancient dwarven activity uh, that is noteworthy and probably worth a good like 5,000 gold on a ballpark just sitting on a shelf leaning back against the wall probably about 10 15 feet up on the back wall behind her uh on the opposite wall of all these windows so she motions towards elias well so you're saying you could look in on someone for me i would need a name and preferably some sort of item belonging to him she snaps and the butler produces it from behind, as though anticipated. Pulls out, um, it's a wooden toy sword. And it's it looks a little bit old, well-worn, well-loved, chipped in a few places. And about, probably about three quarters of the size of a real short sword. And passes it over to her, and she... She looks, holds it in the hand that's not holding the dagger, contemplating it for a second, makes up her mind and passes it over towards you and sits across from you. I would like to watch if that's possible. Yep. <laughs> uh, the name all right. is Brathel. Okay. It it's spelled kind of Braythal. Okay. I, I need to know. Are they alive? Yep. Are they well? If you can tell me where, I will give you anything you want in this room. Even him points to the butler and he kind of wins. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Uh, yeah, I go ahead and channel that and I perform scrying. All right. It takes some time to do. And the, the light, the curtains are pulled across the uh, kind of lessen the influence of the sunbeams pouring in the windows. And the whole area kind of flickers with candlelight and lantern light. Uh, candelabra light, but as you begin, it begins to dim. Can we fade to black and end the session? Can we, fade? we can, if that's a good time. <laughs> and you perform scrying on Braithal with the sword, and it begins to hover in the air above. At first, it, it almost pulls itself like a direction, like a divining rod, and then 
it snaps in a direction and then hovers a good foot above the scrying ball that you have and works a bit like a compass needle pointing due east from here and uh and you your vision in through the crystal ball swirling across the seas in through this really big town like you've seen reasonably big towns at some point in your life probably this place makes them all look like popper like this town is incredible you're pretty sure you see a wagon fly by you're like what the hell was that uh and like uh stone-lined streets with like almost pure marbles looking stones up through various hallways and ca uh, into what honest to god looks a bit like a castle but it there's like almost the whole neighborhood is castles and into one particular castle and you see this this man uh about 20 standing there behind another the the further away from them you see is it gets blurry, uh, but you can see that there's a young man, uh, tiefling horns kind of curling up behind uh, long black hair kind of tied back in a kind of semi-formal looking clothes, but uh, armor, uh, of not, not a uniform, but a nice good studded black leather armor, cloak trimmed with fur, doing pretty well for themselves, and they're standing at attention kind of just looking over the shoulder of somebody who's got really broad shoulders, leaning and scribbling and writing something. Um, and they're kind of nodding and paying attention to this for a little while. And uh, I believe they'd get a saving throw, yes? Yep. Uh, what's the DC? It would be... Where's my... I believe it's 18? 17. Damn, they only got a 15. So you can... You glean the approximate area and massive town. With a history check, you might be able to name the town, or the city, I should say. Uh, they look to be doing... They're healthy. Um, they seem confident and focused as though they're making their way in the world. And the scry ends back across the seas, back into the room, and the sword clatters to the tabletop in front of you. And you look over it, and you can see the governor leaning forward, clutching the dagger straight down, staring at the crystal ball in which this vision was just revealed. And she lets out a breath. And she moves her hand and the dagger's gone again, tucked away wherever she had it before, and she kind of composes herself. All right, then. A deal's a deal. Scrying ball is yours. Thank, thank you. No. Uh, thank you. Tomorrow I can come back and try again. See that you do. And I'm just gonna bow and wave goodbye and say and thank you. She nods towards the butler and uh, he gives a little curt nod and turns. And, um, 
actually with 11 on your history check you don't know the name of the town you know it was a big city it doesn't come to you whether that might be but so you can't name the place you don't get the bonus <laughs> but you do get a crystal ball worth a thousand gold and uh and her thanks as the head of the smuggler town and the butler leads you out into the foyer and gives a little nod and passes you a, a key and there's a little tag on it with a number it's like in case you need in case you need a place to stay sir thank you and I'm gonna tip him, I guess, like two gold. That might be like mean, but um, that is not necessary. He looks. It's like you just tried to hand him a dead rat. He's just like <laughs> not necessary. Just a oh. two hundred dollar kid, you know, not a biggie. <laughs> okay, well, it's the thought that counts. Hopefully, <laughs> I've got to go. And you all make your way out of there with the item that you need and uh, feeling pretty good about yourselves. And as you head out, the party begins to fade to black and the the butler turns back and gives a nod and like three shadows detach themselves from the wall. And they start to kind of just track, keeping an eye on you as you all leave and wind your way back to wherever you go. Um, it's not something I would have noticed. Go ahead and roll a perception check. You were, so go. Uh, the whole party can go ahead and roll perception checks. Where the hell is it? Yeah, I feel like that's something I might pick up on. I'll give a shot. shot. Oh, 13. I got a 16. I guess that means I can roll. Ooh, I got a nat 1. I know With a nothing. nat 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't see anything. Steve! Gex get a 7. Actually, Gex, you were I... busy casing the place, so you were... Did you pick anything up? I'm just curious. I thought the four of us were on the other... Oh, you're on the other team. Yeah, yeah, we're on the other Never group. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I was on the other group as well, so should I not have rolled? No, you said everybody. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. That's, that's okay. you guys. Are, no wonder you're getting sixes and sevens to, to see the tail. You're nowhere near there. You don't see any tail. Um, that's where it makes sense. However, a lot. Uh, Elias, as you're walking down, uh, down across the bridge, back across, uh, there's a moment where a cart comes by, just kind of pulled by somebody. There's not that many horses in this area, but um, a cart goes by, and you kind of sidestep the cart about half of about maybe five seconds before you need to and uh and you look over and you wait for the person to sidestep the cart behind you because you just know with a 23 you're like yep i know there there's a guy behind us 15 paces back and uh the, oh there they are and you see them step around the cart just just a nondescript human wearing you know leather armor and just everyday clothes over kind of on it short sword at the side not paying much attention to anything but you see them look at you and you lock eyes with them and they're just they know they've been made and you know you've made them uh they're about to yeah, get I was hit looking by that. for them in the room when i was standing in the room i was actually standing back looking absolutely and you got a 16 and believe it or not you see you this is on the way out. Um, they didn't appear until they, you guys were about to exit the, 
the whole uh, uh, establishment. But with a 16, you pick up, you think you see a tail, and then one of them takes a left. You're like, oh, I guess they're not actually following us. Uh, but you only managed to spot one of them, and Elias, you spot the second one. And then you lock eyes with them, and they're like, <clears throat> you see them visibly disappointed and turn and walk away. And then that's it. And you head back to your inn. And uh, Now, I'm going to say, it's been going a little while. Are we stopping for the night? Is this a good stop point? Is that the idea? Or do you want to keep going a little more? I got a little more gas in the tank if you want. Otherwise, we can stop. Let's see where this key goes. Uh, okay. I was going to say we should probably end because I think Gord has to go. Yeah, Gord's got to go. And I got yeah, to start. To yeah, yeah, that's I fair. Think, I think it's a good spot to cut off so that yeah. the group that went to the ship yeah, a little ship. Oh, yeah, a little, we little can dock. pick it up next. Yeah, next. pick up a little dock as you begin to, to come back together. Remind me you have your mind link uh, is on. So if you want to share messages back and forth, uh, you can do that at the beginning of next round. And thanks very much, everybody. I do need an episode name. Episode name for tonight. And Internet, you're welcome to jump in on episode naming as well. I'm happy to hear from the players. What do you think tonight's episode should be called? Um, hmm. We had the Minotaur, we had uh, the weird buffalo, we had Clem, we had Rafe, the governor. We had, you You all had, It's. it is amazing what med school students can do to each other when they're motivated. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way it's it's wonderful but also really graphic psychic displays of affection <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the episode. theme yeah. how to handle Shadows crystal balls <laughs> oh, sorry was that donnie shadows of the mind Ooh, I kind of like that that's a little mysterious uh, shadows in the mind and handling your crystal ball <laughs> I appreciate that very much. All right, thanks very much, everybody, for playing. It was great to see you. It's been a little while. I think the next game, next Tuesday, if people are in, will be D&D. &D. The one after that, we'll switch back to Shadowrun, and I think we'll do, like, twos and twos. I think that's how we'll do this. Okay. Cool. I, do, I was very curious if anybody... Feel free to uh, throw in any uh, plot points if you suddenly are like, I definitely robbed a guy... Uh, you can throw that stuff in at any point, uh, and we'll see what happens, because random chaos factor. There's not enough of that in life, apparently. Anyway, thanks for much. We get, we, we get plot points, too, don't we? I you that. definitely do. You get Technically, you get two each, just so you're not like, I brought... to uh, not drop the crystal ball. Ooh. Oh, plot point spent. Okay. Oh. Elias. What the hell Dex, did you just do? That was, that was Phil ball? spent a plot point. Let's see no. if he does it. Deck save, please, Elias, as you're like, I got this. And you hold it up. It's still wrapped in the cloth. And... Deck save. All right. I got to do an opposed roll just because I didn't bother oh. setting. So I, I, if, it's, if I beat a 17, you're dropping this thing, just so you know. Oh. Can, we do like a, can we do a death saving roll? It, <laughs> it was a 15. 
Oh, yes. Whew. Then both After were plus zero. Worked. So that'd be great. I got it. Oh, son of a <laughs> Cut to Balin busy fabricating it back together, the two halves. You know what? I yeah. love that idea yeah. so much. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. Let's uh, let's go get some rest. Long rest. We'll see you soon. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys.